Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Cherma. I'm Eddie. And I am Fernando. Reviewing WandaVision. This is the rollback. Or as we'll probably call it, fuck your Mephisto theory, the, the special episode. Jesus. Um, what's, so up, what's up, dudes? What's up, dudes? Well, to be uh, fair, I think a lot of theories got put to rest, like the X-Men one, that she was going to create the X-Men. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about WandaVision, the nine-episode limited series on Disney+, Plus, which just wrapped up this week, this Friday. And this was an interesting watch. It was an interesting uh, every week waiting for a new episode. I don't think we've had a... Uh, a, a long ongoing show that we've been watching week by week. We're so, we're, we've gotten so used to um, binging and, you know, seeing a full season uh, really quick and then forgetting it exists for like the next several years until we randomly see it nominated on the Emmys. So I think WandaVision really challenged that by having a very interesting uh, premise, a very interesting format and uh, it, it just wrapped up and it's going to eventually uh, collide into the ongoing MCU. So I really want to hear everyone's thoughts. Uh, what did we think about WandaVision? Ready? Yeah, oh, you... Ready? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I dug it. Um, we're yeah. introduced to a deeper part of Wanda and uh, Vision that we never really got to see from Civil War, from uh, Age of Ultron, from... Pretty uh, Infinity War. Um, they were always the background characters because they were introduced late. Um, they're never, they were never really characters to begin with to have like their own standout moments, especially movie wise. Because uh, you think movies, you need to have big budgets and you have big stars, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Not saying Elizabeth Olsen isn't a star, but you know how it is. Um, what I like, I like this show. I dug it. Um, I, to be honest, I didn't watch the first two episodes because they were just kind of too hard for me to watch. Um, but after see after episode three it picks up pretty well. Um, I dug how they fleshed out Wanda. I dug how they fleshed out Vision. Uh, they introduced uh, Mon- uh, Monica Rambeau. Uh, they fleshed out uh, uh, Chu's character, um, and they even brought back Darcy. Um, I like how they introduce Sword, the replacement for Shield. Um, I I think the only thing that I was a little iffy on was the ending because I know uh, we all heard the shout out to uh, to Doctor Strange uh, when uh, Agnes is saying that uh, that she's stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme and Sorcerer Supreme, Doctor Strange. Strange. So I think what they're trying to do is set up wanda as the next villain which hey go for it if you can make her into a compelling villain i'm all for it um i dug that they finally gave her the fucking costume uh the scarlet witch costume um i hated that they did that whole uh evan peters was an actor i was like oh man that's cheap (laughs) but no, I think overall, like, it was a pretty good idea for them um, moving forward uh, because I'm curious as to what they're going to do with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, 
I think it is a smarter idea to take the characters that we already know from previous Marvel movies and put them in a fleshed out nine episode season mm -hmm. so that you could get to better know these characters. Um, I, I agree, man. I, I, I hear you. I, I, I agree. I wanted to see, uh, to see everyone's perspective on this. So uh, Freddie, you, you were watching it week by week. Eddie, you binged it. Okay. Right. In about a day and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So well, how do you feel it? How do you feel like it meshed as a binged show? Because I feel like watching it week by week and seeing the change in decade with every episode was very interesting. Cause like every week you got a new flavor, but watching it back to back to back, I feel like maybe hits different. I don't know how you feel. I yeah. dug knock on the middle reference. Yes, hundred percent agree. One of my favorite shows ever. It was it was great to, to see it referenced like that. Now continue, Eddie. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit. So I used to say that. Uh, well, you know, back when The Walking Dead was a big deal. Uh, yeah. Old, old reference, but real quick. <laughs> I used to love that show, and the thing is that I would watch that show week by week. Like, I'd have to wait seven days for the next chapter to follow up. Like, I was heavily invested, not just in the show, but time-wise. This show kind of cheated. I wasn't watching it week by week. I just binge-watched it over the course of a few days, you know, when I had time. So I think maybe I was less gratified by it, but I really liked it. I was shocked by how much I liked this show because I wasn't the big Wanda. I wasn't the biggest, you know, Scarlet Witch fan, which, you know, again, I get it. I'm, Marvel, I'm a DC fanboy, but also she was always like my eighth favorite Avenger. Like wasn't one of my favorites. I remember at the very end of Ultron uh, when, uh, when Cap says, well, I mean, we're not the, they're not the 28 Yankees, but we got some hitters, you know, and he looks at it. I'm like, well, Falcon. Yeah. You got a good one right there, but vision Scarlet, Witch, are they kind of the weak vision can walk through walls. How is he not? And, heavy? Vision and, can hold Thor's hammer. Yeah. Again, I admit I was fucking wrong. I watched the series and I look go back. Fuck, man. I think they're better than the original six. Shit. <laughs> fuck. Fuck Hulk. Yeah, well, I want Vision fair, on my side. They never really showed Vision going through shit until Civil War. Yeah. Well, uh, props to Paul Bentley, man. Like he he made me give a big shit about Vision. Um, I I like the character, but his interactions with this were fucking tragically like amazing. Um. And, you know, Fernie even said, like, uh, like I, I had mentioned to Fernando at one point, to Fernie at one point, that I wasn't really that interested in watching the show because I wasn't invested in these two characters. After watching the show, I want to see what happens next. I hope Wanda isn't going to be the main villain because they kind of already did that with Age of Ultron and her being like, I'm not a good guy, but I'm not a bad guy. I'm not a good guy, but I'm not a bad guy. I kind of hope they don't do it again, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, my thoughts were... A little scattered at the start something that that i think is fair to remember is that we spent almost an entire year with no new marvel mcu material okay yep. uh end game came out and then we have we had like this little window of like uh spider-man homecoming which felt more like an epilogue than as like an ongoing thing i remember i think i told you eddie i think i, re I remember telling you that when we watch end game I remember telling you, like, this was great. I'm satisfied. I'm good if I don't have something else for, like, a little while. I, I feel like I'm fed enough. I'm full, you know? You son of a bitch. You jinxed it. <laughs> yeah, I jinxed it. And, and because we were so used to having, like, three MCU movies a year or so. 
And when they said, okay, uh, after this, you know, we're going to go a little back. We're going to do Immortals. We're going to do Black Widow. And I said, okay, you know, th those are good palate cleansers before we start moving on to the next chapter. Those have been pushed. So we had to, so when I finally sat down to watch WandaVision on like, on the day it came out, I remember I, I, I saw the Marvel logo start, the, the little fanfare at the start. And I thought like, I haven't seen or heard this in like a year. <laughs> so I think, I think that's fair to say that expectations were high. Um, the format hits very quickly. Like it starts and it feels like uh, I Dream a Genie or Bewitch or like those really old shows. And I do agree that like the, the first episode I thought is fine. The second episode I think is the weakest out of all of them. It's, it's very slow and the pacing do doesn't feel like enough things are happening. But after that, I think every episode just hits, hits, hits. Like it's just, it's, it, 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 look, it goes at a really nice pace and you get to know the characters very well. I really like Elizabeth Olsen. I really like Paul Bettany. I, I think both of them do a great job. I think they have really good chemistry and everything, considering they have like 20 years between them. And, uh, but I, I like how, how they committed to the format and then they started to like move things along. One of my biggest complaints with the MCU was that they introduced really great characters and then they just forgot about them and they just stopped using them. Um, one of my favorite runs in comics in Ant-Man actually is the storyline used in Ant-Man and the Wasp. And, the, and there's a character played by this really Southern actor that wants to steal the lab all the time. And in the, in the comics, that, char that character was not that character. It was, uh, it was uh, uh, Justin Hammer from Iron Man 2. And it always bothered me that they never reused them. They just never reused the actor. They used a different actor to play a different character. I'm like, why are you introducing more characters when you could have just reused them? And I think WandaVision fixes that. They bring Jimmy Woo back. They bring Darcy back. Um, they, I like how they, they, they make this universe feel more cohesive and like, hey, they're, they're just not introducing them to never use them again. Uh, Fernie, from what you said about Falcon and Winter Soldier, we see that uh, uh, Sharon Carter is coming back. We're seeing that Zemo is coming back. Apparently, Don Cheadle as uh, as uh, as War Machine is coming back for 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 that show as well. So I like how they're gonna how the Disney Plus shows are, are gonna be more cohesive in keeping these characters together. Um, I I dug the show. I really dug how how this felt like the more experimental thing that Marvel has ever done because it managed to be funny, endearing, um, very interesting. And much like everyone, I do agree that I don't think the ending hits in the best way. I wasn't 100% satisfied with the ending. And it's not because I had like all these theories of what I wanted to happen. I didn't, I didn't really let my, my expectations get, get with it. It's just I have a very specific complaint with the ending that I don't love. But now that you both pointed out that, oh, maybe they're setting up Wanda as, the, uh, as a villain, I never thought of it that way. I kind of always thought that she was she just ended up going like in her own way. But as a villain route, that would make the, motiv the motivations at the end more interesting. But before we get into that, those complaints, um, let's let's talk about like standouts. Like, what do you guys think? What's what's the, what's the thing that like, you know, captured more about the show? I mean, uh what you said uh how marvel will introduce characters and just kind of forget about them i think that's what everyone thought that was going to happen to zemo at yeah. the end of civil war they were like oh i mean he was hardly in it he didn't even have the mask like i think they're just going to use him like once and done but um i think this is probably one of the smarter new evolutions that marvel is doing to the extended universe to uh to their cinematic universe 
is that not only are they going to be doing feature length films, but they're also going to be doing these shows to flesh out existing characters or to introduce new characters and then switch those characters into their movies because we all know Monica Rambeau is going to come out in Captain Marvel 2. We all know that uh, Scarlet Witch is going to come out in uh, Doctor Doctor Strange Strange 2. We all know that Vision is going to probably make an appearance probably also because now it seems like Vision is going to go on the quest of, uh, of Winter Soldier uh, where he's in, where he's given all these old memories, and he basically has to figure out who he is. But do you think that's a that's a bad thing to some degree, like for the average fan? That because here's the thing, like I'd argue we're three, we're I think we're above average when it comes to being fans of comic book movies and TV shows and stuff. The average fan of the movie, you know, fucking Mister and Mrs. John Doe, probably are not going to watch the show. <laughs> yeah, your parents. I doubt they're going to watch this show. So do you think that's going to result in them being lost? You know, when the movies um, finally come around? The only oh, analogy I can think of is... Um, uh, so I'm a fan of the UFC. There's oh. some fights that are commercial fights that the casual fan will pay for. And then there's some fights that the hardcore fan will pay for because they know this fighter is a fucking badass. And they know they're going to get a good fight out of it. They know that this guy isn't just some guy who's in the newspaper all the time or is on the websites everywhere. Like they know that there's a difference. Um, what I think this helps is that there's going to be the hardcore fans that like these shows because they flesh out the characters. And then there's going to be also some casual fans that jump in too, because I mean, let's face it. Marvel sold $2 billion worth of tickets, almost $3 billion worth of tickets for Endgame. So there is an audience out there and to keep them interested, to keep everything fresh and new. Um, I think the introduction of doing these, uh, these TV shows. And that's because I, from what I hear that uh, WandaVision isn't getting a second season. I think this might be a one and done. Um, like if that's the case, uh, if they're going to be doing that, like uh, these short little mini series, uh, limited series for these characters that we all know about and that we've seen before and they're fleshing them out i say that's a great way to keep it fresh and a great way to expand your audience because how many people gave a shit about uh wanda or vision before this although the hardcores gave a shit about her but i mean now you have a good chance of getting casual fans into liking this character like yourself eddie you said you're not a marvel guy you're not a you're not a wanda guy you're not a vision guy and now look what happened like you were introduced to these characters in a more fleshed out way and now you want to see what happens to them next you know um uh we were talking we're watching the show and i and i told her there's no fucking way that they could have fit this entire show into a movie like the storyline the plotline everything it was way too fucking complicated for them to do it in one movie Oh, yeah. They probably could have forced it, but like I would not have been as invested. Now with these characters, I'm like, oh shit, like I have something I care. And also they understood that we need time to process between episodes. Like after the Quicksilver reveal, there was a whole week of speculation, people absorbing it, understanding it, talking about it, commenting it, sharing it, and you know, it, it was mainstream. And after that, what does white vision mean? You know, what's going on with this? Well, what's happening here? Is Wanda really the bad guy? Oh, fuck. It was Agnes all along. What's going to happen next? You know, like it was, 
yeah. as it progressed, it gave you time to absorb it and really, you know, discuss it with other people. Um, man, I don't see this movie. I don't. I never. I could never see it working out as anything but a TV show. Oh it's yeah, for of, sure. It's kind of perfect in its own in 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 its own way. Like the idea and execution of it was tailor made for this format. There's a. Uh, and I'm glad that you know Marvel find out that they can do they can do and tell stories like this because I am a big fan of the Netflix shows. I love Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Punisher, all those. I love those shows. They they, they got to be a little bit more dark, a little bit more violent. Uh, they got to curse. They got to they got to try all, all these things. And it kind of always bothered me that those never tied into the movies. And I'm, I'm they technically exist in the MCU, but they they're not really they haven't really been tied together. So I'm hoping that at some point they do. But I like that they're gonna use this for the specific format to tell lower scale stories that we can follow week by week. I'm really excited to see what they're gonna do with Miss Marvel. I'm really excited to see what they're gonna do with She-Hulk. Um, I think that there's gonna be a lot that, that that they're gonna be able to do with this. Um, I I want to give a shout out to Catherine Han. She's one of my favorite actresses working right now, and the, how she played uh, Agatha. I think uh, how, how she played like the really kind like. Nerd neighbor, the, the the whole the whole series was really entertaining and really fun. And then how the reveal that she was the villain, um, I don't want to call her like one of the best villains that the MCU has ever done because it's a very limited list. But I think she was hella memorable, and I think really played a very cool part in the developing of Wanda and turning and turning her into the the Scarlet Witch that we're gonna they want to be seeing from now on. Um, do you guys think that from here, moving on to Doctor Strange, how is how is it gonna how is it gonna play out? How, how is she gonna is she gonna approach the Strange? Is it gonna be in a in a good way? Is it gonna be in a negative way? Like, are they gonna fight? Are they gonna team up? Like, what's gonna be the play here? Well, I mean, what I thought, or at least my own interpretation of the the ending, is that well, now she has the Book of the Damned. Um, and I, now she's basically like scrolling through multiverses trying to find the multiverse with her kids that she lost mm-hmm. uh, when her when her mental breakdown uh, finally receded. Yeah. You so know- I feel like if anything, if that's going to step on anyone's toes, I feel like <laughs> that's probably the aspect that would step on uh, Doctor Strange's toes. You know, you you mentioned uh, what if this is a season one? I just thought about something. I don't think I would want a season two because I don't see the format working in a season two. Because you know, the format was you know each episode was a different you know decade of a TV series um, mixed in with long term storytelling and storylines and stuff. Yeah. I don't think a season two could ever work with this show. I mean, potentially, I'm sure they could find a way. Fucking, it's Marvel; they'd find a way. But I don't think I would want a season two. Um, yeah. It doesn't really lend itself to do it. No. Um, but then as far as like Doctor Strange is concerned, I see them becoming allies, although... Yeah, like if she's not that. the villain, if she's not the villain and she's an ally, it makes sense. I mean, they're both magicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I have a I have a, a an issue with the show and I want to I want to bring it up. So we see, we see Wanda. You know, she creates this fantasy. She she has uh, where she is living with Vision. She has she has these these two kids, these twins, and 
I, like I said, I don't want my theories or anything to, to get in the way of like, of, of, of being biased. I'm not Eddie, but there's a, sorry, uh, I had to do it. There was a, there was a moment where my, my expect, well, not my expectation, but, but like what, where I thought the show was, was going to go was that she created this, the, the, this whole uh, illusion. And she has all these people, these innocent people pretty much trapped working for her to create, to maintain this illusion. And, I thought that the show was going to go in a direction of there is no real villain because the villain is her because she kind of did all this in a selfish way because she couldn't process her own grief. And then throughout the whole show, we kind of see it going in the direction, but then it steps away. At the end of the show, she gets an opportunity to, you know, she gets this power. She gets the, 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 the cool suit that we're going to see in Halloween this year, worn by everyone, and that's okay. But we get to this point where she has an opportunity to kind of – tell the people hey i fucked up i'm sorry and then like you know try to make it better but she doesn't she just kind of like oh i got this power i have to go make sure my kids still exist out there and like that felt kind of selfish by the end i feel i feel like she should have like yeah she freed everyone but like probably caused a lot of traumatic experience in that and i kind of didn't like that the motivation at the end was no, what was, I need to make this better so that I can, you know, save my non-existent kids. I think this should have, the motivation at the end should, should, should have been, I trapped all these innocent people. I fucked up. I did wrong. I need to fix this. And then by the end and the two after credit scenes, we go into, she's still like obsessed with finding her non-existent kids. So that's the one part I didn't like about the show. I feel like the show is a fucking hit until that very end. I feel like the payoff should have matched the bad things that she did. And I just did, did not think that they paid off in the best way to the point where I felt satisfied with her arc by the end. If they're going to go and push her into a villain direction to where the point where, where she's like, oh, fuck them. I don't care about them. I need to save my non-existent kids. I'm like, okay, fine. She's going to go the villain route. But if, if she wants, if by the end, she's going to stay like holy and good and a hero, I don't think the 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 motivations match that, and I don't think, and I am not quite satisfied with the end with that. If, if that's what they're, what they're gonna do. Did anyone else? Is is now the time that we can mention a theory or two that we may have had, or that we were kind of hoping the direction that we're gonna go in? I have one, but I'll let you guys go first. I like the X Men theory. I was like, if I mean, if, if any time is better than now to introduce uh, mutants into the MCU. Um, I, I thought it would have been with Wanda, um, her being stronger than Sorcerer Supreme, uh, her having access to the multiverse. Uh, fucking go for it. Um, I mean, that's probably the only one that I thought could have happened if by any miracle it could have happened. Um, but other than that, no, I didn't really like, I didn't really look at the fan theory so much. Um, but that was pretty much the only one that I knew of. You know, uh, you know what I was kind of hoping for? Um, and I really thought... I you were really hoping confident. for it to fail, Eddie, because you're a DC fanboy and you're obviously biased, but it's okay. Yeah. Clearly, clearly I'm biased. But what I was really hoping for was that uh, at the very end, because I was frustrated that Wanda didn't have any happiness, man. Like, I understand, but still, fuck. Um, I was really actually hoping at the end that maybe the kids would have actually stuck around 
and she would have been like, what the fuck? And then, like, I, I don't know, either, like, white Vision or, like, you know, somehow she's, like, when Vision died, she was already pregnant with the twins. And she even mentioned in the show, you can't, like, up your age just because it's convenient. And she had actually, like, during the process, sped up, sped them up to a point where they were kids. Like, you know, like she skipped the whole pregnancy part or skipped the pregnancy part. And they had twins. I was kind of hoping she either would have, A, had the twins. Like, you know, they were little beans. And she's like, oh, shit, I'm pregnant. Or B, White Vision shows up and he tells her, you know, you're pregnant with two kids, right? Also, my memory's kind of fucked. Like, should we try to make this work? And she's like, let me let me show you our life and go from there. I wanted a happier ending than what we got. I understand what we got, but I was kind of hoping. Because by the end, man, she deserves more, man. Like fucking the the episode with the bomb where, where they're going through her traumas, you know, when she's a kid, when she's older and stuff. Like her and her brother watching TV with their parents practicing English and that bomb's about to go off. Like I remember that scene in Ultron where she said we hid under the bed for two days waiting for the bomb to kill us. And we're just remember thinking, fuck, that's rough. It was rough. Like I fucking saw it and I was right. Like this is terrible. So I don't know, man. I just I wanted her to have some, just a little bit of happiness, man. Not a lot, just 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 a little bit, man. She she deserved just a little bit. You would think, with being a DC fanboy, you'd be used to non-satisfying endings, characters <laughs> in disarray, just constant bleakness in their universe. Jesus Christ, Freddy. Hey, yes. where's this? Where's yes. this? Uh, where's this enthusiasm in the Man of Steel review? I didn't see you anywhere. Like, why didn't Superman save Kevin Cosner? Because fuck him. That's why. He, he fuck, easily fuck Robin Hood. And saved him. And then, so what if those people saw them? They're in the middle of Kansas. He could have lasered them all and sent them to the, the middle of the ocean. I said the exact same thing. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You can each consecutively and together eat a dick. Eat a dick. Yeah, here it comes. Okay. <laughs> you remember that from the old days, didn't you? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep like I'm gonna keep a counter for that. But but I agree. I agree. I I it did kind of suck. Like Wanda had no happiness like at the end of the the show, like everyone was just gone. Yeah. And that's the part where like I don't totally hate that because it's a hole that she dug herself into, you know? And while I do agree that you know it's because she wanted to be happy, there is a way that you need to process grief and the way that she was doing it was causing harm to very innocent people and that's why when she doesn't have a happy ending you know it's self-realization of you know i'm not gonna get my happy ending if i don't process my grief and the way that i did it was harmful and toxic and and wrong Uh, (laughs) i had a i had one theory while i was watching it uh week by week um after the Malcolm in the Middle episode, there is a, a moment where uh, Monica Rambo talks about how she's going to talk with this uh, with this astrophysicist dude and that it's, she's her, it's, it's, her, it's her contact and it's going to help her. And that episode ends and we don't see it. So we're like, oh, we're probably going to meet him in the next episode. Who is this contact? Who is this astrophysicist that we're going to meet? And a, a lot of theories point out that this was going to be like the introduction of Reed Richards. Like from the Fantastic Four into the into the in, in, into the MCU, and I started I started thinking, okay, like if I was to like create an, a, a 
like a, how could they do that? The popular fan cast for Reed Richards is uh, John Krasinski from The Office. And so Jim from The Office. And I thought it, that it would, it would have been so cool if, since they're doing like decade, like episodes based on shows from each decade, if they were gonna, if we're going from early 2000s with Malcolm in the Middle to the 2010s, I said, why not do an Office parody episode and you get to introduce uh, John Krasinski, who was in the office, and then ask Reed Richards. They didn't end up doing that. They ended up parroting Morton Family, which was actually kind of okay. Like the the the, the payoff was pretty funny, but yeah, that, that was the only theory that, that that I had. They didn't end up using any of that. Reed Richards is not is, is not in the show. The closest thing we get is like a little scrolls these teaser, like at the end, which. What was exactly the person that, 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 that they were saying, like a close friend is looking for you? Was it Captain Marvel or is, am I just confusing it with something else? Because I'm it, pretty sure it's, it's Captain likely, Marvel. It, yeah, it's more than likely Captain Marvel because Monica Rambeau is going gonna, is gonna to come out mm-hmm. in Captain Marvel too. Yeah. Hopefully she can just show Captain Marvel how to do her job properly. Oh yeah, like 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 someone should show Zack Snyder how to do his fucking job with the fucking atrocity that he's going to release in two weeks? Or sorry for what's wrong with you or how superman didn't wait to kill zod until it was about to kill some family but no fuck the city (laughs) destroy the entire city oh this one family you can't hurt them no see you know what's actually a big controversy about that man of steel thing that they never told you so superman so clark before that city gets destroyed buys like a shit ton of like insurance for buildings and shit like that way like there's a huge payout like just huge like crazy it's actually a big insurance scheme. That's an that's an interesting fan canon. Are, are we gonna hear about it in like, in like your your theories episode before? I didn't before come here to get sets? judged. I came here to talk about Marvel. You pieces of shit. We'll probably see on the next extended director Snyder cut of Man of Steel. Yeah, they didn't, make, they didn't let me make the movie I wanted to make. We'll see. We'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, what else? Uh, what, what else captured y'all's attention during WandaVision? Like what was uh, what were some standouts? What Man, the, the 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 thought process. Well, because I like how they reintroduced the blip, as they call it, from yeah. Infinity War, and then you realize, oh yeah, that's right. People around the world dealt with this, and Monica Rambeau was one of the people that got blipped, and her mom wasn't. And during the whole blip, her mom died of cancer. So when she came back, she had to deal with the reality that her mom was dead. She lost her job. Like, she had to basically, like, start her way up. And I like that. I, yeah, they kept... Uh, I, I like how they, they, they kept involving that here. And I like how they... You know, we met Monica Rambo's mom in, in Captain Marvel. I think it's very interesting that they had her die, like, between the start and end of the blip as, like, cancer. Because, like, to show us also that life didn't stop during that time like things kept going and like people died like for normal causes because we tend to see like oh this is a thing that is happening right now and but also life kept going so i think it added to the drama and to the tragedy of of monica rambo i'm excited to see what's uh, how it's going to play out next um i'm sorry Eddie, what were you going to say i don't remember like i do <laughs> all right uh, oh, I was gonna ask. Um, how did y'all feel about Agnes? About her being the villain? I kind of saw it from the beginning because she was she was too big of a name actress for her not to be the bad guy. 
Um, she, I, I don't even think she actually has like a full on like uh, like story. I'm fucking I'm encyclopedic when it comes to DC. Nowhere near as good when it comes to Marvel. But I'm not familiar with the character at all. Is she even real, or was she just made for the show? No, she's yeah, real. she's actually the mom of Mephisto. Ooh, okay, that could be fun. So, um, so her, uh, I knew like Mephisto was the main theory, like especially because she had kids, and that's the whole storyline from the comics. Uh, but when they didn't do Mephisto, the next logical choice was Agnes. But the thing that I like the most is that they took that actress that played Agnes and, Hunt, yeah. and they made her like actually a pretty decent villain because every time I see her, I always think of Step Brothers, the one particular scene where she's getting railed in the bathroom by John C. Riley. <laughs> what? <laughs> You've never that. seen Step Brothers? I don't think so. I'm not sure. I'd be lying to you if I said for sure. You're I think missing it, out on one of the best comedies ever made, and she is hilarious in it. I just remember thinking, like, I don't like that Wolf Earl, like those Wolf Earl movies. I like like the ones where it's just straight up awkwardness. Oh, you don't like funny movies. It's okay. You can say it. Hey, fuck you. The other guys was hilarious. All right, fucking uh, old school is hilarious. Step Brothers, eh, that one's that one's a miss in my book. You're dead to me. That's fair. Except for the drum set scene. I don't fucking love that scene. So so is this your way of teasing that the next one's the rewind is gonna be Step Brothers? Is that what you're trying to say here, Fernie? No, tease- right now I'm doing the Fallen series, the Gerard Brother action series. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Fucking oh god, I got notes on that series, but let's not go down that road right now. All right. Um, um so- I like the villain. You, you, know, you know, you know. But before we end up talking about the, uh, before we finish talking about the villain, I like how they kept her, like existing. So in case they want to bring her back at some point for anything, they can. Oh, they will. Uh, which I thought was pretty okay because yes, yeah, she is a big name of an actress and she is really good. Um, Bad Moms is a fucking fantastic film and she's really funny in it. Um, but I like how they did what they did to her at the end. Like, uh, like she, she said, like. I'll still exist and then like I- I- I'll always be here and then uh, Wanda just goes like well if I need you I know where to find you you know so if at some point they need they want to reuse her they need to bring her back for whatever they can I like how they left that specific door open yeah um, they I, I they're going to bring her back for for uh, Doctor Strange they are done it's, it's going to happen um as far as Agnes was concerned, she was also kind of the. I love how she was linked with the whole uh, Salem Witch Trials thing. She's the kind. She's the good. She's the best kind of villain, though. Where like she kind of sneaks up on you and stabs you in the back with a dagger, nice and slow, like yeah. when you don't see it. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, I like how she wasn't tied to Tony Stark in any way. Also, <laughs> like the bar is low, but yeah, that was nice because um, we were getting a lot of those. Um. Do you want to start getting into like the ending or like what we were hoping or we were expecting and what actually happened? Well, I think I, I already covered that when I said that the, the only thing that I didn't like. So you, you guys can go on, can, can go off on that. And then okay. if I have a point, I'll just, I'll, I'll I feel like it. I want to hear Eddie's more point of view because he has no skin in the game. And <laughs> I wouldn't say he's biased. I would never say that. Uh, but I hear rumors that he's biased. So Eddie. <laughs> I mean, I, li- I liked it. Yeah. I-, I-, I liked the the finale. Felt like a great finale. You know, fucking everyone firing on all cylinders. 
Uh, did anyone else think of how stupid the Hayward was from uh, from Sword and him trying to like bomb Wanda? Like motherfucker, this shit doesn't work. You can't use missiles against an Avenger, even if it's Captain America, he will survive. He literally did in uh, in Winter Soldier. Like it, that strategy does not work. Think long term or nothing at all. Hayward to me was a very pathetic uh, side villain. Um, and I, I think he was meant to, like, like from, from the start. There is one moment where I did agree with him. There was a moment where uh, where Wanda visits the sword building and wants to wants to take Vision's body and pretty much bury him. And there's a moment where Hayward just, just tells her, like, uh, like, I'm sorry, but I can't let you take, you know, $3 billion worth of vibranium to just put it on the ground. That's a good and point. I, and, yeah, that's the moment where, where, where I went, like, shit, like, that's that's kind of right and yeah i mean vision of course is an idea he's a program he's the mindstone he's all these things and he's you know put put them all together and you get you have a hell of a guy but the body just by itself yeah probably can't bury it probably can't can't just make it like just take it to not do anything i don't agree with making him into a weapon but i do agree that you know she can't just take it to like bury him but I wouldn't know what an alter- when another alternative would have been right. Yeah. But I mean, for him to be like, well, like you're going to look at an Avenger again, a fucking Avenger mm-hmm. and say, well, the best I can do for you is let you say goodbye to him here. <laughs> yeah. Like that's going to fucking work. Well, like, to be fair, uh, they're not expecting her to hurt them. Like she's again, you just said it. She's an Avenger. But, like, there's precedence for this of, like, you can't really tell an Avenger what to do. Like, those people, and that's not to say strictly Avengers, but, I mean, superpowered uh, individuals on that scale. Like, hey, Cap, stay in your lane. We know what we're doing with these Hellcat carriers. Nah. Iron Man, hey, stay in your lane, bro. Just make the weapons. Nah. And then we're talking about a, a, a witch who's stronger than either of them combined a couple hundred times over. Like, no, no, you're not. You're vastly underestimating this character. The thing is that he's the, he's protected by the Sokovia Accords established in Civil War. So technically she could, she, if she did something, mm-hmm. it would have been highly illegal. So and? that's the thing. Yeah. And oh what? Oh what? You're gonna what are you gonna do? Fucking arrest a person that can actually bend reality to her will? Yeah, there needs to be like there are rules to this after Civil War. So okay. yeah, call prob- Captain Marvel to come deal with her. Call <laughs> Captain Marvel to come deal with her. Let's see what happens. Ask War Machine what he's doing that day. I don't know, man. Look, look, look I'm not telling you that this makes sense because it's, it, it it really doesn't. But that's the way that their work their world works. Yeah, that's the way that the, the rules are established there. So. Yeah, the dude felt protected because he's like, oh, I can do whatever I want and say whatever I want. I'm the director of the of this program. I own the body. I can do whatever I want. She wants to do something. She ended up doing something. Okay, um, so that's that's pretty much what they what, what they ended up doing. What the hell happened to White Vision by the end? Because like it felt like kind of like the ending of the first season of uh, of uh, of Stranger Things, where like Hopper goes to like leave the waffles in that little box, and we're like. Oh, is she still alive? Like, is she not? That's how I felt while when White Vision just like dipped and we're like, okay, I guess this, this will have consequences. I mean, my theory was uh, he went the Winter Soldier route that because uh, uh, the the spirit of Vision, the one that came out of Wanda, 
implanted the the thought the thoughts and all the memories of vision into uh into his brain so now he's basically having to find himself again because he's not a robot he's kind of an android and kind of human it's very weird but yeah yeah, my whole theory is that now he has to go and relearn himself again Will we see him again? And if we do, how soon? I don't think he's going to pop in in Doctor Strange, like, at all. That would be my only guess as to when we would see him again. I mean, I don't know if Vision could carry a whole movie by himself. Maybe he can. Like, obviously, I didn't think Wanda could have her own fucking movie, let alone her own TV show. And she did. So you never know. I mean, it's it's doable. It's possible. There's presidents for this. Totally. So, yeah. No, so I, I was going to say, if they were to do a season two, though, like, what would you guys want to see? What would you all expect? Like, hypothetically speaking, fucking they do Scarlet Witch season two, Electric Boogaloo. What, what, what are we looking for? Probably something completely different. Probably not using the format of the TV shows. Probably not using the format of uh, Jumping at the Decade-ish episode. Might be just, you know, her adventures traveling the multiverse trying to find her, her kids. But it wouldn't be WandaVision. It would be Scarlet Witch the show. And then plus we need to see what happens in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Which I think that's that it's going to be combined with Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think I think uh, WandaVision is like a one and done thing. And I think it's fine. I think it works uh, perfectly as like its own little weird thing. And it also works perfectly as, you know, a stepping stone into like the next uh, the next big story. And it allows us to allow some time to spend some time with these characters that you know are usually just standing in the background throughout most of uh, the other films when they're not dying. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I mean, I agree hundred uh, percent. That's why I'm so ready for Falcon and Winter Soldier because, um, I mean, we get the the theory or not the theory, the feeling. Um, at least from the post-Endgame movies, like uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home, and now WandaVision, uh, that the world is kind of in disarray. Really trying to scramble, like, to figure out what they're gonna do because the Avengers aren't really what they were uh, prior to Thanos. So now it's really just like they need something. They need somebody to to be the hero, even though the Sokovia Accords are still there, uh, yeah, which yeah. I'm curious if they're going to bring those back in uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, if they're going to like talk about them, if they're going to rescind them. But, uh, I mean, it is interesting to see this post-Endgame uh, universe because now it's just like okay well there's no there's no more Thanos so now where are we gonna go with this um, I don't have a clear view on it I think with the acquisition of Fox and them getting back the X-Men universe and all their associated characters um, can lead to Galactus can lead to anything else but as of right now I do like these I guess smaller centralized stories. Yeah, um, 
I think absolutely they're going to touch on the Sokovia courts during Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think it, it, they will be remiss if they don't. I think uh, it's a, because I feel like that's going to take a more political uh, position d- direction from the from, from the previous. Uh, like I feel like this is going to be more like uh, Captain America Winter Soldier than any of the of the other properties. It's it's, it's going to touch more on that. It's, it's gonna it's going to show us like this post Thanos world where I think the audience and the people and the humans are just so ready to turn on these superheroes i mean the end i mean something that all these have in common is that um spider-man far from home ended with uh spider-man being unmasked and you know we're gonna see where that goes but he ends up in a negative light wanda is probably being perceived negative as well and now falcon and winter soldier they're gonna be like pretty much just going like out of the law since from what I understand that the big plot is that uh, Sam Wilson inherited the Captain America shield and the gov- and then he's like, okay, I guess I'm the new Captain America. And the government is like, no, 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 you're not the new Captain America. This, the, this white guy is the new Captain America. You're not going to be him. You have so, the wrong skin color. Yeah. Uh, which is going to be, I think it's, if I'm not wrong, it's going to be a uh, Kurt Russell's kid uh, who's been popping up in everything. Um, that's oh, going to be him. Yeah. Uh, white Russell. Um, who I'm mostly known from everybody wants. <laughs> so um, he's a good actor. I think he's going to do well in the, in the show. But I like how most of this, now that WandaVision has ended, it ended in a position of like, okay, maybe the public is now ready to reject Wanda. They're already rejected Spider-Man. They're rejecting Wanda. This part is going to happen to Falcon and Winter Soldier. We'll see where this goes. But I think the next big plot or, or like the next big direction is going to be the world doesn't want these, these these heroes anymore. Like the age of heroes is probably over. And they're just going to have to deal with the, with the consequences of that. And I'm interested. I'm pumped. I really want to know what happens in Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I'm really interested in knowing what's going to happen with the next uh, introduction of heroes like Shanky, uh, what whatever they're gonna do with uh, with uh, who else is next? Who else is getting Immortals? Getting uh, it, this year it's supposed yeah. to be four movies. It's supposed to be Black Widow, uh, Shang Chi, Immortals, and Spider Man Three. Yeah, uh, I think it's too soon for Spider Man Three, but I'm pumped. I I, I really want. want I think they should next. fucking release Black Widow on Disney Plus. Go the Warner Brothers route. And be like same day movie theaters, same day on the streaming service. But hey, Fer- hey Fernie, if you want to see Black Widow dropping on Disney Plus, you, you, you just have to watch Endgame to like the two hour mark, and you can see Black Widow drop on Disney Plus. Oh. <laughs> um, guys, sorry, it, it was right there. Well, no, do you all think? Do you all really think that? Um, guess you could say that was low hanging fruit. <laughs> Boo. Oh, you shut up. I think my was better, but yeah. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> um, no, so as far as like, uh, as far as the future of the MCU, do you think there will ever come a point, potentially, um, and I'm talking not next year, not, not in two or three years, but I mean down further, further down the line, where maybe instead of going the route of, uh, you know, four or five movies, Avengers movie, uh, we're gonna see maybe like a few TV shows and then like big like Avengers the series. Don't I think you th- think that's what we're seeing now? Well, yeah. No, no, I mean like TV show. Like like we're gonna see like like a uh, kind of like the Defenders, you know? Yeah, season. Oh. 
So yeah, like seasons of each individual show. And then, yeah, and then you have, you know, the show of the Avengers. I think they're going to be more subtle about it. I think we're going to see, we're going to see more like WandaVision where like side characters show up than, than seeing like individual movie, individual movie team up. I think it's going to be more more streamlined and more like uh, subtle with the cameos and the showing up and everything. Um, and I think they're going to do like maybe change the format to like two movies into TV shows a year, maybe. Yeah, this year is going to be really weird, especially because they have to throw in Black Widow into the mix. So four movies, it's it's going to be a lot. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot of lot of Marvel, which I'm not against. Like, hey, go for it. If it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. But yeah, it it's gonna be a lot of movies this year. It kind of doesn't matter when they drop when they release uh, Black Widow because it's gonna take it takes place after Civil War, so it's just gonna you know they can release it whenever and it's gonna fit the timeline. But yes, they should release it already because like I need to fucking know what's gonna happen. I want to see David Harbor in a superhero movie. That at least a good one. Um, Hellboy I thought sucked. he could have been uh, a good Hellboy if they didn't mess it up. He was my choice to play the thing, like from the Fantastic Four, but yeah, probably not gonna happen. Well, it's gonna happen soon because uh, what's his face? Watts is yeah, John uh, Watts. Yeah, he's he's next up to direct the the first family, the first superhero family. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, you know. Worst case scenario, it's it's better than the other ones. Worst case scenario, it's better than Justice League. Uh, what? A Justice League joke? The one that I haven't heard a million fucking times already from both of you fucks? Eddie, um, Justice League is the joke. <laughs> more like, more like joke league. Sick uh, burn. Yeah, sick burn, bro. Um, <laughs> I, I hate you both so goddamn much. This is this is us building up to the to the to the Snyder Cut, which I'm, I'm kicking you all off my show. This is my show. I don't know if you remember, but hey, motherfucker, whose name is can is, is who this, this shit? The, this is the house that Chema built. Okay, <laughs> oh, that's a big fucking statement to say right there. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, um, conclusions. Last last thoughts on WandaVision. Um, do you think people will revisit the show? Do you think people will go, will go back to it and like we watch it like for thing for things other than to notice the Easter eggs or to see if they notice things? Like, do you think this will be that show that like people will revisit at some point, or is it just like another chapter in a book where like oh we're finished with this, let's move on to the next and never think about this again? I think it has some rewatchability, um, and as far as like what what i feel like closing on this on this show i feel like it was a good uh, change of pace for the marvel cinematic universe um not a movie but it's a show and like fleshing out these smaller characters i think it's a good step forward into whatever they're planning on doing next it's a nice power cleanser i think mm-hmm. yeah eddie you know, I just realized something. Um, I think the show is rewatchable. I think people will go back to it. But I think one thing we didn't talk about was how, what a great uh, show it is at kind of going through the steps of, uh, of grieving. Plus, it gave us some really good fucking quotes. 
besides the whole, you know, what is uh, what is grieving if not love persisting? But um, yeah, persevering. I, yeah, persevering. I'm sorry, persevering. Yeah. But no, but like uh, Wanda going from you know uh, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance, going through those emotions and dealing with it. I think that's rewatchability and watching her struggle and her coming out okay on the other side. Why right, you like watching okay. people struggle? Fuck yeah, I love watching people struggle. Why do you think I watch Dragon Ball Z so goddamn much? I don't know. I you mean, like long, drawn out episodes? That too. I mean, I mean, Dragon Ball. I mean, I, I don't think they're struggling as much as they're constipated. You know, they're, they're they're struggling with their bowel movements. They're yelling too much from their stomach. Or bad fathers. <laughs> Boo! Oh God! Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I'm in. I'm. I'm. I'm in the same position. I like. I like the show. I, I like how it got for experimental and how they were trying new things. I like that they're applied. I like how Marvel has this thing where like they're they're superheroes, but every property tries to do something different. Like the Ant Man movies are, are like heist films. The Captain America movies are political dramas. Uh, uh, Spider Man is like this teen comedy, and then this is like a little bit of everything. So. I like what Marvel is doing. I'm so excited to have the MCU back, and I really, I'm really excited to see what they're gonna do next. And I think that's, you know, something good. At least, you know, they're not gonna throw a billion dollars to remake one of one of their films. So I think they're doing something right. No, the show has become a Snyder cut. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, you know what? That's fine. The Snyder Cut has blood into everything else, hasn't it? It has, and I don't care. Did you guys see what the what thing with the Snyder Cut happened today? Oh, that some people got to watch it already. Yeah. <laughs> wow. then, I, I would do a review if I had the chance to watch it. Shit, I would do a solo review without you fuckers. We've been building up to it for like three months. I don't to give not a do fuck. it. To not do it would be a disservice to the show. No, I would do it by myself. I earned this. After all the shit I've put up with, I've earned this. <laughs> oh God. Um, um anything think, else? Last thoughts? I think I'm, I think we're done. I'm done with this. Like I, I gave it all the compliments I, I felt like I should. All right. Bernie? Oh uh, no, yeah, I said my piece. Oh. If you're listening to us on YouTube, please like and subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. Uh we are always trying to grow the channel. We're trying to get as many fans as we can. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to hear more about our thoughts on movies, go to rollback.net. I've been Shema. I've been Eddie. And I've been Fernie. Check out the rollback. Check out Wednesday Rewind. Check out our link tree. Check out all the fucking links on there. This is the rollback. Cut it.